This is episode 97 for Tuesday, May 23rd, 2017, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we will be covering Canadian light loggers from Canada. Welcome to Bruce Styles. My name is Travis, and together with Chris, Eddie, and Sawyer, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Each week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Brew underscore Styles. Drop by our website, BrewStyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. And we are Bach. Or are we Canadian? We are Bach. Bach in studio. It's been quite a while. Actually, it hasn't been. It's just been a few weeks. But uh, we did take a little time off to rest and recharge and uh, flush all the alcohol toxins out of our body, <clears throat> refresh our livers because... Speak for yourself. Brace yeah, yourself. I didn't, I didn't. Summer is coming. <laughs> I didn't take a break from drinking. I just... I drank more. <laughs> oh. Well... I guess that little yeah. hiatus didn't help you out much then. No, no, that's okay though. Yeah. That is the voice of Chris. We are joined today by Chris. This is Chris. Hello, Chris. How are you? Hello. Chris? Hello, I. I'd <laughs> I'm like to, Chris. I'd like to point out that uh, last week I did show up here drunk, ready for the podcast. Yeah, you did. Yeah. He was already hammered out of his mind, completely blitzed. Yep. I was like, how are you going to get through a whole episode? And he's like, hey, I don't know. It was International Light Logger. I think I would have been fine. <laughs> Buy a bottle of this and get shmammered. You got drunk off of non-alcoholic beer. Allegedly. (laughs) No, it's uh, on the tape, yeah. (laughs) It is on the tape. Anyway, this will be interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Chris, did you do anything in the last past uh, two weeks beer-related? Not until yesterday. (laughs) Went to Legal Draft. Then I went to Division. And then we checked out On Tap, which is a new place here in Arlington. Yeah. Which is pretty interesting. Um, it was not busy at all. No. I'm not sure how long they've been open, but uh, I guess not many people know they're there yet. I have no idea. But they had a really good selection. I was able to get two flights of things that I had never had before, so mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, um, they are. I think they've only been open for a few months at most. But, oh, that uh, long? That was like a couple of weeks or something. I think it's been over a month, okay, at least. But they're located uh, sort of in downtown Arlington area, next to Grease Monkey, in between uh, yep. Center and Mesquite. If you check it out, and it has kind of a same type of setup as uh, Cool Keg. If you remember, we did that episode mm-hmm. um, last year, where uh, you can buy beer and flights. You can. Buy just a, a single pint if you want. You can get a growler fill. They have a crowler machine. I saw somebody 
Mm-hmm. Uh, walk away with a Crowler yesterday. Now that those are legal, so they yeah. have those. Um, they have, I think it was 80 taps, 80 beers on tap yeah. there. Um, so, yeah. Pretty impressive. Pretty, pretty nice place. It was a Saturday afternoon, and um, it there was, was us and one other table. Yeah. And that was people it. at it. <laughs> <laughs> one or two sitting at the bar, but that was about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, the selection was good. Mm-hmm. You know, service was good. Prices were reasonable. Can't complain. I do know that you know that's probably going to be a, a a big part of Arlington is trying to rejuvenate downtown. Mm-hmm. So having yes. establishments like that are probably part of their plan. Mm-hmm. Um, with all the construction going on down there right now, though, it's kind of a pain to, to get around. Yeah, it really is. I think we need to contact those people and uh, see if we can get a, a podcast episode mm-hmm. from On Tap. That'd be cool. Same kind of format we did with uh, Cool Keg. Mm-hmm. Everybody draw a random number. <laughs> yeah, except this time it's from 1 to 80. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so, watch, we'll draw root beer or something. Yeah, oh, well. they did have all of uh, legal drafts stuff, including their moot beer, which is our non-alcoholic root beer. So, even though that's literally two stop signs down the street, mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, still a pretty cool place. Yeah, but so, that's all I did that was beer related. Uh, between legal draft and division, did you try anything new that you hadn't before? Um, actually, both places. I had something new. Legal draft. Um, oh, the uh, the Bach. The is it Bach trial? Yeah, I think yeah, that's what it is. That's a good beer. I like yeah, that, that was. I was really impressed with that one. It was very good. It's a Doppelbach. Um, it was great. Seven something percent alcohol. Nice and smooth. Uh, malty. A little bit of sweetness in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at Division, I tried their new pale ale. I forget what it's called. Waima or something like that. What, Wyoma? I don't remember. They have so many new beers all the yeah. time, it's hard to keep up. It's something like that. Anyway, that was pretty good, too. I enjoyed that one quite a bit. Um, and then, of course, I had eight new beers. Actually, more than that, because between your flight and Frado's flights and, you know, whatever, we had a lot of really good beer yesterday. So mm-hmm. That was fun. The one that really sticks out in my mind was the um, the Brett Barrel-Aged River House. Martin House River, River Horse. Horse. That one was epically fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, quite good. Martin Martin House has also come out with a lot of things that I've had trouble keeping up with because their uh, their release schedule just went wild. Yeah, in the past year or so, and there's a there's still several things from Martin House that I was rating yesterday that I had not had before. Yeah, uh, didn't they come out with a new Pilsner? Or am I thinking somebody else? Yes, it was the Mountain. Mountain Dew. <laughs> I think that's it green in color. It wasn't Mountain Dew, but it was it was Mountain something. Yeah, I think it's just Mountain Pilsner. You know, speaking of Mountain Dew, I've seen Surge on the shelves lately. Pepsi, Dr. Pepper. Food coloring. Sprite. Oh, no. <laughs> Surge. <laughs> I, I remember Surge was a, a drink from our youth that there was a rumor about it that it would cause shrinkage. Yeah. And... <laughs> Drop, drop your yeah, it, it, it kind of disappeared for what 20 years, yeah, and all of a sudden it's everywhere again. I'm like, what the heck is going on? That made me so sick to my stomach when I drank that, it was awful. I'm gonna have to buy one sometime just to have a little blast of the past there. Yeah, tastes like Mountain Dew, yeah, and that's the voice of Sawyer. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to the podcast, Sawyer. Thank you, 
Thank you. And you were unable to join us yesterday because you were doing something else beer-related. Yes, I was observing Justin brewing the uh, Texas Brewing Inc. Summer Ale. Hmm. So yeah, he's actually brewing as we speak right now. Camaraderie. Camaraderie. Yep. We had some camaraderie <laughs> going on. He put some paradise seeds in that beer. Actually, we did. And we <laughs> crushed it up this time with a, uh, a, a roller versus a beer bottle. So yeah. Yeah. You didn't follow the instructions then. I said he could use either one. So, yeah. yeah. So we did that, and then after that, uh, Courtney and I went to this place called Free Play. Um, I've heard of that, recently opened. Yeah, it's right across the street from Cool Keg. Like arcade? Um, Yeah. Okay. But they have a huge selection of beer. um, And recently they screwed up in ordering new kegs of beer, and they ordered too much beer. And so now they're having a huge beer sale on all their draft beer. So Why didn't you call us? Well, because y'all were already out drinking. And? Well, I figured y'all were settled in, so I didn't call. Uh, but they're doing 40% off draft beer yesterday. Dang. So um, I had the Oak Highlands Hypocrite Saison, mm-hmm. which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I can't remember. I, I Yeah, I, I had something from the brewery. Which one? Uh, the Tarot, I think it was. The Brown Tart Ale. It was like an eight percent brown but it tasted like fruit beer and it's pretty good Interesting. brown yeah but the, the place is cool it's 90 different vintage arcade games Sweet. and it's unlimited play you just you pay 10 bucks a person to get in they give you a little wristband and you can come and go uh all night so we actually left and yeah, i went, saw you i saw you go eat or something and then yeah. check back into free play i'm like what why did he call us yeah yeah <laughs> we, we went to uh, old school pizza and had pizza and then came back and drank more and Played some more games, so it was a fun night. It was a good date night. So cool. Yeah, yeah. I was up in uh, Colleyville yesterday for a professional development during the day, and then I figured while I was in the area, I go ahead and stop by Grapevine Craft Brewery. Mm, yeah, because they don't distribute anymore, right? They do no. not. Yeah. yeah, and I'd been there one time before, um, and Swarm told me the last time I was there was November 2015. So it'd been a while. Really nice tap room. Uh, has a really nice patio too. It was the uh, Grapevine Main Street Craft Festival was going on oh, this yeah. weekend, so it was pretty busy just around the area. Grape Fest. Lots of people were there. I uh, had a flight of things that I hadn't had before. So it was nice. Just kind of sat around, read the paper, and then uh, and then came back to Arlington to join you guys. But then on the way back, I stopped by Hall's Liquor Store. Which, if uh, if you don't know what Halls is, it's off Glade Road and 121. Uh, it yeah. is a Valero gas station, <laughs> yep. of all things, mm-hmm. that has the most incredible beer selection. Of it rivals any good beer store in uh, in the Metroplex. And that was always my go-to place a long time ago. And then once I moved away from that area, I hadn't been there in a while, so I, I figured I'm on driving away. I'm uh, driving on the way back, so I might as well stop. I did, and I'm pretty certain that there are still bottles there that were <laughs> that have been there since the last time I checked in in March of 2011. Are they dusty? Yeah, there were some really old stuff. I found uh, one thing that I'm going to go back for was a bottle from Pike Brewing. I think they're out of Seattle, and they stopped distribution to the Metroplex years ago, a long time ago. And so I was shocked to see it, and then I turned it around, and it was a barley wine from 2010. It's like, oh my gosh. So why don't you pick that stuff up where you were already there? Eh. 
Because I picked up another bottle that was retired for an episode we're going to do next week. Yeah. Uh, and it was a expensive bottle. But I'll go back sometime soon. Hmm. Maybe for episode 100. I don't know. We'll do things that are 100 oh, years old. That I'm kind of scared what that episode's going to be. Centurion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's coming up soon. Yeah. But, uh, Better start uh, hydrating now. Right. <laughs> Speaking of which, what are you drinking now? Well, currently, I am drinking uh, the, well, this is Chris's Dunkel. Dooku Dunkel. Yeah, that's the name of it. So, it's pretty good. <laughs> I like it. I'm drinking the clone pale ale. Yeah. It's my uh, attempt to clone the uh, Sierra Nevada pale ale. So, eh, it's okay. I've got a couple things to tweak. I'll try again. But Yep, well, uh, we definitely want to get a chance to say <laughs> thanks to our <laughs> listeners. Because we do appreciate you coming back and checking us out. Or if this is the first time you've heard our podcast, then welcome. We certainly uh, enjoy you being here and uh, hope that you come back for more. All of our hundreds of listeners. Yes. Yeah. We are, we are at hundreds now, not tens. What is the official number? Do we know? Uh, As of late? It's like 250 or something. 300 uh, that I checked last. I don't remember. Something like that. Nice. So, cool. Yeah. Thanks for hitting that subscribe button. Yeah. All right. Well, this subscribe. week. Subscribe. Yeah, there you go. This week we're talking about style 2A. Yeah, not 2B. Or two, not to be. Or not to, yeah. That is 2A. the question. But it's 2A. International light lager. Have we done this one? Yes. Because we did the, the uh, Asian lager, right? Yep. The rice lagers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, this time we're going a little further north. Yes. To Canada. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Travis. Yes. Anyway, uh, so overall impression, just to kind of review, a highly attenuated pale lager without strong flavors, typically well balanced <laughs> and highly carbonated. Served cold, it is refreshing and thirst quenching. Aroma, low to medium low malt aroma, which can be grainy malty or slightly corny sweet. Hop aroma may range from very low to a medium spicy or floral hop presence. While a clean fermentation profile is generally most desirable, low levels of yeast character, such as a light apple fruitiness, are not a fault. Clean yogurt least. There you go. A light amount of DMS or corn aroma is not a fault. Appearance. Pale stratical color, white, frothy head, may not be long-lasting. Very clear. Flavor, low to moderate levels of grainy malt flavor with a crisp, dry, well-attenuated finish. The grain character can be somewhat neutral or show a light, bready cack... <laughs> or show a light, bready, crackery quality. That's a lot of C's and Q's right next to each other. Cracker. Let's try that again. The grain character can be somewhat neutral or show a light, bready, crackery quality or up to moderate, corny, or malty sweetness. Good grief. Hot flavor ranges from none to medium levels and often showing a floral, spicy, or herbal character if detected. But if we're in Canada, then it would be a herbal character. Oh, God, Chris. Easily. <laughs> well, that's a new one. <laughs> what is that from? I don't know. Oh, jeez. Oh, God, Chris. Easily said. Uh oh. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Oh, I know what episode. No, we didn't have audio from that. Never mind. I don't what know was... what that's from then. Oh, jeez. 
something recent. Well, it wasn't. Job. It wasn't his episode. No, because that one didn't get recorded. Because I feel like I would have said something like that on that episode. Yeah. <laughs> In a good way or a bad way? <laughs> I'm not sure yet. <sighs> anyway, all right. Let's continue with our flavor. Hot bitterness at medium low to medium level. Balance may vary from slightly malty to slightly bitter, but is relatively close to even. Neutral aftertaste with a light malt and sometimes hot flavors. A light amount of DMS is not a fault. Mouthfeel, light to medium body, moderately high to high carbonated, can have a slight carbonic bite on the tongue. Comments. International lagers tend to have fewer adjuncts than standard American lagers. Well, not necessarily true for our Asian one, because there was a lot of rice adjuncts in that one that were pretty noticeable. I'm not really sure what adjuncts Canada would use, other than the normal, like, corn and... Maybe oats? Maybe. Maple? (laughs) Maple syrup beer? Um, Anyway, they may be all malt, although strong flavors are still a fault. That rhymes. That's interesting. They may be all malt, but strong flavors are a fault. Maybe we should turn this into a rap. (laughs) Quick, someone drop a beat. A broad category. But we ain't gonna curse because explicit box we did not click. That's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> a broad category of international mass market loggers ranging from upscale American loggers to the typical import or green bottle international beers found in America and many export markets. Often confusingly labeled as a pilsner, any skunkiness in commercial... Oh, that was a period, not a comma. <laughs> let, me, let me try that again. Often confusingly labeled as a pilsner. There you go. Any skunkiness in commercial beers from being light struck in a green bottle is a mishandling fault, not a characteristic of the style. It's interesting that they made a point to mention that. Uh, Characteristic ingredients. Two or six row barley may use rice, corn, or sugar as adjuncts or may be all malt. See, now that's surprising to me, the all malt comment. Yeah. Because this, uh, as a category, is meant to be, you know, like the international um, answer to Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, where it's just super light, super refreshing, low everything, low flavor, low aroma, and it's just meant to be quaffable. Well, it's interesting in the style comparison, they mentioned that it's generally more bitter and filling than American lager, but less hoppy and bitter than a German Pils. Less body, more malt. Oh, sorry. Less body, malt, flavor, and hop character than a Czech premium pale lager. Oh, man. More robust versions can approach in Munich Hellison flavor, although with more of an adjunct quality. (laughs) So they're basically saying it's not anything else, but it's really close to everything. Yeah. (laughs) And they also uh, make sure to define it as different from 1A, uh, the standard American light lager. But you can also have American beers in this category. Mm-hmm. Um, they even list a few in the uh, commercial examples. Which is strange because, you know, obviously we've done one other episode focusing more on the Asian rice lagers, which Asahi Super Dry is the first one listed. I'm pretty sure we had an Asahi on that episode. Beer yes. Moretti, Corona Extra, Devil's Backbone Gold Leaf Lager. We did Corona, uh, we did Mexican Lager. That was what, episode yep. 10? Mm-hmm. No, it was 15 or sometime. It was early on. That was like Eddie's first episode, wasn't it? Or was yes. it a pepper beer? 
Is that when somebody brought Corona Familiar instead of Corona Extra? <laughs> As Sawyer raises his hand. Um, full sale session premium lager. At least we're Heineken. familiar with it. Heineken, Red Stripe, and Singa. Singa? Singha? Whatever. Nothing Canadian is on that list. Hmm. So I wonder if they consider Canada to be, you know, it is North American proper, right? North America, like this whole continent. Yeah. Sure. So maybe they still consider it an American lager. I don't know. I guess we'll find out when we taste it, if we get any major adjunct notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, comparing the two that we've done before, Mexican light lager and Asian light lager, even though they were both fit in the same category, both of them had very distinguishable uh, characteristics that would define them. All the Asian beers, I found those to be more metallic in nature, uh, more minerally and so that might be something from the water content. Uh, the Mexican ones, uh, if you get past the skunkiness that was pretty much inherent in most of them, uh, not all of them, but uh, remember in, in the guidelines they say that is a flaw due to mishandling and not meant to be part of the style. But those I found to be uh, smoother in flavor, uh, wasn't quite as minerally. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how, I mean, like you said, how the Canadian ones compare either to the other international light loggers or to the American light loggers. See which one it fits in. Um, Molson is one of the largest producers up there. And they partnered up with Coors a long time ago to create Molson Coors, which is the company that creates a lot of um, American light lagers. Mm-hmm. Which we actually have two Molson products today. One of them's a, cool. a lager, the light lager. The other one's actually their blonde. Okay. So I'm interested to see the difference between the two. Do kind of a Canadian style comparison. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, you got some brief history for us, Sawyer? Extremely brief, yes. <laughs> as I am wearing briefs. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, TMI. <sighs> well. Are you wearing your shirt, too? Uh, I think so. Actually, I, I kind of like this shirt today. You don't give up donkeys? Uh, no, a, a rat's. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like my shirt today, too. The Reading Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, continue. I will. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> All right. So in today's history, uh, in the United States, developed as a premium version of the standard American lager with a similar history. Outside the United States, developed either as an imitation of American style lagers. I'm sorry. Let me read that again. <laughs> Outside the United States, developed either as an imitation of American style lagers or as more accessible and often drier and less bitter version of a Pilsner type beer. Often heavily marketed and exported by large industrial or multinational breweries. And this has been your history. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That still cracks me up. Yeah. All right. Um, Well, anything else? No. Beer. Well, let's take our break and get to drinking. All right.
Thanks for that, Travis. So first up... You can thank the country is, of Canada. Oh first up is the Molson Canadian Beer Lager Beer. It says it twice on there, but anyway. Uh, they want you to know that it's really beer. Yeah. Brewed by Molson Canada, Toronto, Canada. Copyright 2010. Canadian water, prairie barley, no preservatives. Uh, no, I think it's that they put it in French and then they put it in English because it's also yeah. imported and it's importé. <laughs> well, right. the, the real question is, 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 it, is it as cold as the Rockies? No. That's English right there on the wall. It says restroom. Imported by Molson USA Golden Colorado. <laughs> anyway, so the label is white. It has a red maple leaf on it and... Canadian is an alternating blue and red lettering. This rings in at a hardcore 4% ABV. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know. It doesn't say it on the label. Probably somewhere around there. You get five cents for the bottle, though. It's high enough that you shouldn't drink it if you're pregnant. <laughs> Probably. Uh, let's see. Let's see what Untap says. Baby making is hard. Yeah. Well, my head is already gone. <laughs> it's 5%. Oh. That's even more hardcore. All right. Yeah, 5%. Molson Coors Canada. It's called a North American adjunct in uh, Untapped. Yeah, smells like corn. When you first poured it, you had a pretty rocky white head. Dissipated quickly. This looks like Coors Light. Yeah, brilliantly clear. <laughs> By Molson Coors? <laughs> <laughs> I think it might taste similar to. I am getting a slight skunky note in oh. the aroma. Yeah, we might not like the examples that I brought. Well, for this well, category, pretty sure they're in a green bottle and. Yeah, and I may have left them in my car too. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> These are in a brown bottle. Yeah, you still get some skunk in the aroma. Tastes like curse. Well, they've been sitting next to that window. <clears throat> you know the UV rays filtering in. Sitting next to the window. Yeah. What? Yeah. They're in a fridge. No, just now. <laughs> it don't. It doesn't take that long. What? I know that one day Travis and I were out brewing, uh, and we purposefully took two tiny little cigar city snifters and poured Coors Light in them and let them sit on the curb for like five minutes, and it was immediate. Yeah, there was that one episode that we were talking about. Uh, An explosion. Beer 101. <laughs> yeah. Was it Beer 101? Yeah. yeah. We put the uh, the clear bottle of uh, Corona, mm -hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. On the, the back patio for a few minutes yeah we poured some and then we put the rest outside yeah it was pretty to revisit pretty stark difference there but anyway so yeah i do get some skunk aroma in this one it goes away after a while and then you're left with some corn yeah corny notes i am cornholio you need tp for your bum hole and <laughs> and then it just tastes like a, a light adjunct lager yeah 
This is pretty similar to the uh, the category one A, the American lagers, the American light lagers. Yeah. More so than like the Mexican Coronas or um, the Asian Asahis and Singhas, yeah. Sapporo. Yeah, this one edges more towards 1A than 2A, I think. Yeah. Which, you know, brings us back to what I was talking about earlier. The Canadian light lager might be more similar to the American lager than some of the other internationals. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, it is still the American continent. Maybe I guess. in the same area because most yeah. of our brewery people that were making all the stuff that we know is American light beer is all what, like St. Louis and Milwaukee, which is <laughs> a spitz distance to Canada. Yeah. So, and yeah. if you go too far north in Canada, what kind of crop are you growing other than snow? Can you grow snow? Sure. Is that a crop? Uh huh. Cool. Ask all the ski resorts. <laughs> Yeah, it's I don't know. Be similar. There's, you know, I wasn't expecting to be wowed or anything, but there's just not a whole lot going on here. Cool, poundability. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you said it, not me. Ten. My poundability rating. <laughs> it's gonna be high. It's, yeah, it's ten. Ten. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty simple. It, it's. Uh, yeah, I'd say nine. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Mix it up a little bit. Why you gotta be different? Nine, 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 <laughs> Yep, this is exactly what it's designed to be. Just low flavor, low aroma, easy to drink, refreshing. There you go. <clears throat> what did the uh, the comments say? How do you do uh, karaoke? Uh, I'm not really sure that's what the comment what? said, but... No, uh, no, that is. Anyway. Um, often confusingly labeled as a pilsner. Would you call this a pilsner? <laughs> well, knowing what a pilsner truly is, no. <laughs> Big difference. I don't know. What is... But... Isn't... Yeah. This says a fine pilsner beer. <laughs> oh, no. But it's not a fine pilsner yeah. beer, according to the budget. The what? Budget. Oh. BJCP. Bye, Jai Saipai. All right, let's move on. What's next? I'm glad you asked, Sample. What did you bring? <laughs> Thanks for that, Fredo. Um, so I brought the other Molson. <laughs> Actually, I brought both of the Molsons. They only have two. Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. Because when I was at Total Wine and I saw them right next to each other, the Molson Canadian lager said light lager and then the one for molson golden said blonde but there's nothing on this label for the molson golden says anything about blonde it just says premium beer so i have a feeling the molson canadian's going to be like the light lager and yeah and then this one's just going to be like the regular one b lager well so i have no idea but that's because I picked it up, I was like, oh, it's a blonde ale, so it would be interesting to do a comparison, but I'm not seeing that anywhere. Well, this is a ridiculously clear uh, yellow in color. This one did come in a green bottle, though. Yeah, it did, like uh, Dos Equis. 
So now the entire room smells of skunk and right or now. Heineken. I really don't smell it yet. To the point where even the empty oh, bottle smells. Now like I it. smell the it. Em- yeah, Fredo, like he just said, the empty bottle smells like skunk. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was in the bottle, so the bottle. Mm-hmm. So this a- will probably be comparable to Coors Original, perhaps. Is what I would. I should have wore my guessing. Coors Light shirt today. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Would be applicable. Maybe I'll wear it to the concert tonight. Because that's fitting. Oh. Yep. Yep. Oh, interesting. Sure. Once you put all the skunkiness aside... I can't. Not yet. It actually has... I don't get Less it. adjunct flavor... Yeah. ...than uh, the, the Molson Canadian. I don't get a whole lot of corn. I really don't get a whole lot of skunk in the flavor. Yeah, it's far just, more green. Yeah. It's just kind of there, you know? Which I could drink this a lot more easily than I could the last Molson, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so too. This tastes more like water. Once you, <laughs> I might agree. This is be the one you hydrate. Easier, but now that I've placed Molson at a ten, where do I put Molson Gold? See, that's why I left myself some room. Yeah. This okay. beer goes to eleven. <laughs> oh no! Spinal Tap already. We're not even. Oh no! Hey, Fredo. So uh, we didn't get to tell you because you weren't here earlier, but. I wasn't? No. I oh, he was? Yes, oh, okay. Well, I guess I didn't see him then. <laughs> In my drunken state, apparently. I showed up last week completely freaking hammered. Yeah. That's what you forgot to tell me last week. What? Well, yeah, he was hammered, so of course he forgot to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might have said that in the group message a few times. What? I, I'm confused. Is that where the story went? What? What did you forget to tell me? Well, since you, you were here it. earlier, now you now you remember. So never mind. <laughs> now I'm really so confused. Co- I'm so confused. Okay, so last week when we were supposed to have a podcast, I showed up to drop off my beer completely hammered. Yeah, he was gonna try and do a recording, and it just wasn't. already blitzed. I thought, yeah, just the tone. Thank you for that. Teeth and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, back to all right. <laughs> it was pretty off awesome. Of, off of Sawyer's awkward side. I, I had three margaritas. <laughs> was that a story? I, I guess. <laughs> this one tastes really crackery, like communion crackers. Cracker! Communion cracker? Yeah. I disagree. Like unsalted saltine? I like those exactly. crackers. <laughs> <laughs> what is an unsalted saltine other than just a cracker? Salt in the in the front, chocolate in the back. No, not that. Oh, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> I think it might have been from like a Goza episode or something. Do you have a chocolate ghost? Interesting. I don't know. That might be <laughs> because where does the chocolate in the back? Uh, Unless it know. was Martin House pretzel stout. Gross. Oh, oh could be. yeah, could be. yeah. Anyway, oddly enough, I like this one, the the golden, better than the Canadian. Yeah, this one's much gooder. <laughs> Well, now that it's a uh, skunk, yeah, once you get some out, of the skunk out of the way, I might agree with you, Travis. What do you think? Yeah, this is uh, overall more enjoyable. You know, once you get past the skunk, like you said, but the the flavor is more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, still pretty smooth. I think it's smoother than the other one. More rounded flavor profile. Yeah, it's a good summer beer. Yeah. You just got to make sure you protect the crap out of it so it doesn't skunk. (laughs) Leads me to wonder what the other white whales of the Molson line tastes like. Is there more? 
like Molson Triple X and Molson Dry and Molson oh. Ice. I guess. Oh, Molson Ice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we don't get as much of their stuff as we used to. Sounds like we need to go to Colorado. Ever since the craft beer revolution. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I missed <laughs> I miss Bud Dry quite a bit. That was like a $4 six-pack, mm-hmm. and there was no alcohol in it. <laughs> you so know what I haven't had in a throw down for a second, and then that was good. You know what I haven't had in a long time? Doobie, doobie, doo. <laughs> Bud Light Platinum. Jeez. Oh, I haven't had the Platinum. beer we were just talking about since before Bud Light Platinum even was invented. Yeah, yeah, I know. Again. <laughs> I know. But Bud Light Platinum is Bud Light with 6% alcohol. Yeah. It was motor oil disgusting. plastic poured in the It was delicious. I probably wouldn't like it anymore. But I don't know about the motor oil, but it's it always not like, motor oil. What do I want? It's like burning plastic is Gasoline. what it tasted like. That's what, not, Gasoline. Not okay, yeah. Petroleum. <laughs> petroleum. Not with, petroleum jelly. It tasted <laughs> like beer with vodka added in. Oh. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Anyways, poundability. Uh, ten on the most and gold. a half. So what's your Relief poundability that. rating on this one, huh? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna leave myself some room before I make it to eleven. Otherwise, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say later. I'm gonna say fifteen. <laughs> I'm gonna say what? <laughs> I'm gonna go down a little bit on this one. What? I'm gonna say it's an eight. Why? Because of the flavor. There's it's, no flavor. I, I do feel like it's got a little more body to it too. Also, really? Yeah, I completely Slightly. disagree. So I'm gonna I'm gonna state my nine. Still, it's better, some but room, I see. Yeah. So I'll stay at nine at this one for different reasons than the Canadian got. All right, then. You know, if you want a good laugh, go check out the uh, recent rate beer ratings for Bud Dry. Because since it's been gone for so long, all the recent ones have been like, I found this rolling around in my dad's attic, so I thought I'd drink it. (laughs) (laughs) It's awful. You know, it sold my soul halfway through the bottle. Yeah. Well, it was like when we found the nude beer where it had like the lottery ticket scratch yes, yes. and the bottle was so heavy that after we had drank it all, we thought there was still beer in it and it just tasted like, like rubber gloves. Yeah, that one. Because <laughs> it, it was like, I mean, at best, at our, at its newest point, it was going to be like a 12 year old beer. Yeah. <laughs> it was a straight up gimmick for but sure. 12 year old light lager stuck in a lottery scratch off bottle. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, do y'all remember that? It was no. It's called Nude Beer, and it had it had a lady on it. She was in a bikini, but the bikini top was like the scratch off material. You could take a penny and scratch it off uh-huh. and see the nips. The <laughs> <laughs> nips. <laughs> I forgot about that. I, yeah. I still Is have the bottle out in that <laughs> bottle collection. Nips. <laughs> Nips. What is that from? I don't know. Oh, the time geez. you said it. It's sitting right there in nude beer right next to like yeah. Divine Reserve 2. That's like <laughs> that's the pride of your collection right there. Probably. Because you can't find that anymore. Either that or those uh, Belgian jazz ones that Marcus brought. Those was just called like Upright Bass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Drums. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, what's next? next? Thank you. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm glad you asked. Um, Thank you very much. What? Thank you very much. I'll be here all night. Well, maybe not all night. All night means 10 p.m. Until 10 (laughs) p.m.
Oh, man. All right. So this next one is the uh, Moosehead Lodger. I'm sorry, Logger. <laughs> yes, I did that on purpose. You said Moosehead. Yes. Uh, it is Canada's oldest independent brewery. Uh, proudly, It says, since 1867, proudly independent. 12 ounces of beer in a green bottle. Uh, brewed and bottled by Moosehead Breweries, LTD, St. John, NB, Canada? What is NB? New Brunswick. New Brunswick, okay. Yeah, okay. Brewer. <laughs> brewer, brewer, brewer. I think he just made that up. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> think about the look on his face and the thumbs up that he's giving. Oh, man, I need a drink. Oh, hey, look at that. Stands for need beer. Yeah, yeah it's this is a 5% ABV. A hardcore 5% ABV. Yeah. All right. So uh, it's also ridiculously clear, yellow in color. I bet this is lighter than the other ones. A little lighter, yeah. This is like straw um, color. It's why got, I'm over here shaking mine. I'm trying to invigorate the skunk wazoo. away. Yeah, you're <laughs> welcome for that. <laughs> this freaking smunked is nope. hell. This sat in my car for a good day. Smunked. Apparently. This freaking smunked is nope. hell. Yep. Didn't check the explicit box though. Yeah, you're gonna be stirring so Yeah, your skunk's gonna be gone. But we are gonna curse because explicit box. We did not click. Kind of rather flat than it smells like that. All right. So, anyways, there we go. It smells like carbonation. <clears throat> Some something <laughs> that smells bad. I smell corn. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of skunk in the flavor, but I still get it in the aroma. This one's very similar to the Molson Canadian. Yeah. Lots of corn adjunct, grain, uh, some bready notes, maybe. Still would not confuse it for a Pilsner, though. No. No, it's not light and crisp. No. With it. You need Paradise Heats to do that. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> uh, I was at division and they had a new beer with a bunch of weird stuff in it and paradise grains of paradise is one of the things and i just laughed and i thought of you <laughs> did you try it yeah is that the one that was in the firkin no that no. was Agtown with a whole bunch of fruit and hops in it oh, this was right. farming the fjord was it firkin awesome <laughs> did you use paradise seeds in this beer and the last ingredient in it, it was a Nordic saison, uh, which I don't know what that means. Apparently, juniper berries and rye. But it had grains of paradise at the very last ingredient. And I just was like, oh, Sawyer'd love this beer. Heck yeah. <laughs> I haven't been in a division since the last time I got drunk there. <laughs> which was with all you guys. That doesn't help at all. <laughs> it only doesn't. That was probably several months ago. It was you back when it was cold outside. You haven't been here since the last time you got drunk here either. Uh, that's that's actually true. That was one week ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and I was more about the moosehead. Yeah, it, it tastes like everything tastes else. Like the, the beer moosehead. I think the reason the conversation has shifted is because there's not much else to say about <laughs> yeah. the moosehead. Except that it's got a somewhat decent name, moosehead. I mean... This one I would not confuse with an American light lager, though. No. Like, there's so many things different about it that I would certainly put this in the... Like the skunk? In the 2A. <laughs> that would be I more like international. Hey, maybe if I could pick up on this kind of slightly slicker mouthfeel without <clears throat> knowing that I was... 
drinking moose. It's head. a little yeah. more like minerally. The mm. uh, the base mineral content comes through a little more than the other ones. But I'm sitting here trying to think of whether I would confuse it if I knew I was drinking a moose head. But see, I can't tell you the last time that I had an American light lager like Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light that was skunked. Yeah. I think this, it just completely changes the flavor profile. Even once it's dissipated, there's still like a tinge of it there. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say a sour or tartness, but it's like something sour. Almost. I could drink this on a boat all day long. (laughs) On a boat! Could you drink it on a Jeep? Yeah. With some nacho cheese? Sure. While you're trout fishing? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wait, that's not this beer, though. Hold on. No, that's a little bit blue. Cut that. Okay. When I was talking to my dad about Bush. (laughs) 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 Anyway, I I don't think that I would confuse any of these for an American. America. Maybe the the, uh, Molson Canadian. But the other two, definitely not. Yeah, the, the Molson Canadian was the most similar to an American style beer that I've yeah. had today. Because there was definitely some corn notes in there. <laughs> yes. Um, but the other two, the green bottle does not help them. My palindability rating. <laughs> Eight. I'm Nine. Gonna, I'm go down to like yep. seven on this one. Yep. I'm dropping to the eight. Yeah, because the, the skunkiness, if you start pounding it, you're going to start to smell it. And then you get uh, <coughs> you get that action happening. And then afterwards... I just burped and it tastes like skunk. You get that happening. So it, it's just, yeah. it all leads to a lower poundability. I'm going to put this at a six. Right at a six. All right. Which is telling for a light lager. Yeah. This one's not very good. We got one more to try. Hopefully it's better. It's better than the moose butt. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's, uh, it's, it's just one of those things. Uh, we're moving on to what? the next one. <laughs> the final uh, one of the day. You'll get it whenever you listen back to the episode. Labat Blue is our final Canadian Pilsner for the day. Pilsner. And it says that on the bottle, so you know it's true. <laughs> I read it on the internet. It's also blue. It was imported in, in 1847. It, yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah. So this one's been aged. We sat on it for a while. There really isn't much about it on the bottle other I didn't than sit on anything. the legal info. I sat on a chair. However, this one has been around for quite a while. And I remember drinking this one back in our early days. Yeah, I was just looking at that. I was like, is it me or is the, the shoulder on this bottle a lot lower? The the bottom part of the... Look at the Molson. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, it I, I is. Was, it was in my hand. I was like, that doesn't look right. It's a different bottle. It's got a longer <laughs> neck that's wider at the bottom. and then uh, the, A longer neck. That's so weird. Where's the bottle? Yeah. Um, if you... Uh, it's like an inch difference. Listeners at home, if you have an untapped account, if you want a nice giggle, then look up <laughs> Labatt Blue and then just look at the photos. Yeah. yeah they're you know, pretty interesting. You can take a picture of the beard when you're checking in, 
But apparently for this beer, people take pictures of not beer. Anything. <laughs> Anything but beer. It's There's a funny. good picture of me on there now. So. Oh, Someone checked in with a picture of a half of a paper tray of nacho cheese. <laughs> <laughs> there was no beer, just nacho cheese. <laughs> it's nacho cheese, man. Anyway. Also, uh, look for us on Untapped or Brew Styles and send us a friend request. We actually have pictures of beer, though. We'll friend you back. Um, this one's very light, just like the moose lager. Very light, very clear. Straw. Uh, very small, white head. Not skunked. No, it's in a brown bottle. Decidedly so. Actually, no, I'm getting a lot of corn and cracker notes. Yeah, similar to the uh, the Molson. The Molson Gold. It was an impressive. Yeah, rebound without birdie. the skunk. Actually, out of all of them, I think this is my favorite. It's the most good, drinkable. Good bunker shot. We're talking about beer or golf? Both. Okay. If you're in a bunker and you take a shot of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like can... it's like playing the Centurion while playing golf. Then you can rebound the birdie when you get your Labatt. Frado, your beer looks really dark. Oh, now it doesn't. Never mind. Uh, it was or my it was hand. hand. Oh, okay. I have that complexion. <laughs> nice tan. Thank I thought you could say, I have that hand. <laughs> Congratulations. I was going to make a moose head joke, but I just won't. <laughs> I think it already made itself. <laughs> um, make a moose knuckle joke if you yeah. want. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so this one, uh, very flavorful. No skunk. Nope. Carbonation level is lower than the others also. But it didn't go away. What? There's still head on my beer. I Carb? smell carbonation. Yeah. yeah, it's not like the first two where mine was gone before There's I was done no pouring. Head. Even on the moose head, the moose head no had moose head. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I missed a couple words there. That's okay. I, I know what you meant. Humana, 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 humana. <laughs> yeah, this one's pretty smooth. Nice, drinkable. Yeah, hands down, my favorite out of the out of the four. I think I would agree. Yeah. I might I, drink enough of these to take a picture of nacho cheese. <laughs> I have to disagree. Uh-oh. Really? Oh, he's making a change. <laughs> I have to be <laughs> I have to be slightly different here. Um I really enjoyed the very first one we had. Okay. The Muslim Canadian. Yeah, I think that would be my favorite. It's probably closer to Coors Lat. Probably so. But that was my favorite. Yeah. So Pound of Bailey. Wow. <laughs> I think I think we have a drunk Pound person. There in the we room. go. <laughs> no, just, I, got, I got tongue tied. Poundability on this one. Sure you did. Well, it's just like when I was reading the uh, style guidelines earlier. Yeah, huh? My palatability rating. There we go. Since this is the last one, I'll go ahead and crank up to 11. Whoa! I might go, I'll go back up to 9 on this one. Uh, yeah, I, I'll say 9 as well on this one. But you had the most Canadian at 10, right? Yes. Okay. So it's still not quite there. But you haven't pounded any of these 9 and 10 beers. I can't pound beer. So none of your ratings should be that <laughs> so high. All of your poundability ratings are a moot point. Whatever. Oh! <laughs> it's about a 9 for me. <laughs> yeah. All right. But it lives in my heart as a 10. <laughs> what? Along with that trout fish. <laughs> <laughs> And the girl that fell out of her chair. Yeah. <laughs> and the corgi's butt. <laughs> the corgi's butt under the bed at the First Baptist Church. 
Yeah. All right. All right well, well, thanks for that, Travis. I guess we're uh, I guess we're done with Canadian beers, eh? All right. Word. You know, none of these followed Reinheitsgebot. Yeah. Reins. What they did, did follow? Reinheitsgebot. It's the Canadian version. <laughs> when was how long have you been sitting on that waiting for that to work um man that drop was from one of the early days right hands about ryan's Gaboat. eh so there we go well thank you for joining us for our latest episode of bruce styles where our topic of discussion was the canadian pale lager just reminded me of that closing he tried to do for uh, oh my god the, uh, the iron mash yeah awards, that was after the awards awards ceremony awards ceremony awards. ceremony, ceremony. <laughs> well uh we're certainly gonna rye our best next week whenever we try oh. the uh, rye ipa cheers till then rye me a river <laughs> <laughs>